to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me a Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buy me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. We don't talk about Jada, but you bet your ass we will. The Oscars got slappy and other things happened too, but does anyone really care? It's time for another Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. If a headline was made, then it's fair game for Shade. And joining me on the panel this week is Mikey. Hello. Hola. Um, so Will Smith was there, and that's basically all that we talk about this week. Um, We got a... We don't talk about Bruno remix with Megan the Stallion. Yes, we will discuss her and everybody else. But when it comes to the headlines of the week, I went on to, I think, Entertainment Weekly. And they have yeah. in uh, descending order all the articles. Will Smith, Will Smith, Will Smith. Everything is Will Smith. Yep. Why? It, I mean, it's the first time someone's been able to make physical contact with a Correct. presenter. And we'll get to that. We'll get to that a little later. Um, But uh, we'll be taking on five pop culture topics, headline stories. And rather than the usual rapid fire, we are going to break them apart and share our thoughts. There are lots of things happening in a given week. So some of your favorites might not be included. But if you want to discuss something, reach out. DM me at Michael Block Talk on Instagram. No promises. All right, let's just dive right in. The Oscars 2022 happened. And... While we should be celebrating the wins from the likes of Coda, Ariana DeBoss, and Jessica Chastain, the top story here is the slap heard only in Japan, but seen around the world. And Australia. It also was heard in Australia. I only saw the Japanese feed for it. But after making an ill-timed G.I. Jane joke at the expense of Jada Pickett-Smith, Will Smith walked on stage and slapped Chris Rock. This is not the first time Rock has made a Jada joke at the Oscars. Smith, who went on to win the Oscar for Best Actor, gave an impassioned speech that not only alluded to the role he won for, but clearly for the incident that got everybody talking. Smith was reportedly almost removed from the venue following the assault. Since the incident, fallout has occurred, including Will Smith resigning from the Academy. We'll discuss the rest of the evening in a bit, but let's just discuss Will Smith to start because that's the, that's the top thing here. Thoughts, comments, concerns? Listen, I think, first of all, we need to acknowledge that we are both two white cisgender men here and that our opinion on this is very limited and we should not say too, too, too much. I do think that Chris Rock and Will Smith are very good friends and Chris Rock's afterwards saying, well, I didn't know she had alopecia. You're very good friends and you didn't know. Chris Rock also has a history of saying things very derogatively about Jada Pickett-Smith at the Oscars. This is the third time he's done it. He did it in 2016. He did it in 2018. Um, 
And I mean, Chris Rock has been asked by Will Smith, his friend, to not make jokes. There's a difference also. If Jada was nominated for something, it right. was just par for the course. But she wasn't. Will was, which is why all the jokes on, across the press circuit and across the award shows have all been aimed towards Will because he's the one nominated. What Chris Rock said to especially as someone who has a whole ass documentary about black women's hair and the trauma from that black women experience surrounding their hair. And I just think it was a shitty joke, even if he didn't know that she had alopecia. It like, I didn't, I didn't laugh at it. It was the thing I laughed at was when you panned over to Jada and she had this look of like, Oh, I'm gonna get you after this shot. That's when we, everyone in my house was like, oh, she's going to, she's going to talk, have some words for him after. Cause it just wasn't a cute joke. And it wasn't a good joke. Um, It was an ill-timed moment. Obviously we don't know what happened. We have, we have the hearsay. We saw what we saw Um, the way it was presented. Will was laughing. Jada was not then Will's on stage. So there, 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 there's an in-between that we don't know. It's all internal. That's on them to decide. Obviously, there's reports of Denzel Washington talking to Will Smith following the incident. Yeah. Um, and there, there, there's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes. At the end of the day, it was an unfortunate moment on a night that celebrated a lot of firsts and yeah. a lot of important things um, were overshadowed because of it. And that's, that's, that's fine. Um, Even his violence, own win as right. the fifth Black man to ever win an Academy Award. Right. Um, is violence always the answer? No. Is violence sometimes the answer? I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's not up for us to discuss. It's not up for us to say. It's between them. And I think had he been removed, it would have looked even worse. Yep. And also, the, the, number of, the number of white dudes with wraparound sunglasses on Facebook sitting in the left frame of their profile photo in their pickup saying he should have his Oscar taken away. Like, dude, you literally would get into a fist fight if someone looked at your car funny. So like now, all these people saying violence wasn't the answer. He should have his Oscar removed, blah, 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 blah. Like y'all would literally fuck a bitch up because someone said your car looked small. It's just, everybody needs to keep the fucking, everyone needs to keep Will Snell's name out their fucking mouth. Um, did you see the... Um... Uh, James Corden sketch. Yes, it was funny though. I sent, I sent it. I think I sent it to you. Did you? I don't think you did. I don't remember. Maybe you did. I tried to block um, it out that it happened. Yeah. Um. Obviously, one thing that's not really being discussed. It should be discussed because this wasn't. This was the first, as you alluded to earlier, first physical altercation that actually happened. Um, 1973, there was a uh, moment where there could have been uh, uh-huh. something way worse when uh-huh. uh, Sheen Littlefeather accepted the uh, award for Marlon Brando and John Wayne in the wings was not too happy and was and had to be to, held down by six right, people. Uh, was a quote unquote going to assault her. Other stories say that he was just going to remove her. Whatever it was going to be, it was going to be a moment. It didn't happen. Still not good. Got to keep his Oscars. Uh, we gave Roman Polanski an Oscar after he admitted to sexually assaulting a minor. Gets to keep his Oscar. Harvey Weinstein gets to keep his Oscars. 
if they take away Will Smith's Oscar, it is because he's black. I don't think they will. I really think they that's can't. not going to happen. They're not going to. He's already stepped down. He has made his decision. It is what it is. He's taking full accountability. Right. There, he will be on that stage next year presenting Best um, Actress. It's going to happen. Um, there's going to be some time taken. Oh, that's all we need. We all need time. Yep. And we are going to forget about it because the Grammys are this weekend and Lady Gaga's performance. That's all we care about. I just... It was, it was one of those moments where, like, I went through the full range of good for Will to fuck you, Will, to both of them were in the wrong. Yeah. Let's talk about some other highlights. Uh, I thought the hosts were excellent. I thought we don't talk about Bruno the Remix, Slade. You thought the um, hosts were excellent? I did. I really thought they, some of their jokes were better than, like, actually laugh out loud compared to some of the shit. Of yeah, but some of their jokes were so fucked. Well, yes, yes. But that, you're always going to get Schumer literally it. walked on the stage and was like, Jennifer Lawrence gained weight. And that was the punchline. Amy Schumer, yeah. what the fuck? Also... Pulling, I did not find the pulling Kirsten Dunst out of her chair, calling her a seat filler and hitting on Jesse Plemons funny. I found that very distasteful, especially when Kirsten Dunst has given interview after interview after interview about how she doesn't feel like Hollywood takes her seriously because she's just the girl from Bring It On and the girl from Spider-Man. When in fact, she's been fucking giving performance after performance after performance since the age of 12 in Interview with a Vampire. I found that super distasteful, especially since the punchline wasn't like, honestly, Kirsten Dunst slapping Amy Schumer and being like, I'm one of the biggest names in this room. She she is so overlooked and like, it just was so distasteful. It'd be one thing if Kirsten Dunst wasn't doing interviews saying she feels uncomfortable and like a fraud in these spaces, but she is. And so for them to make that. So I guess going back to the Chris Rock of it all, do do comedians need to know every single person's backstory before they make a joke? They're not the ones. I'm going to be honest. I don't think Amy Schumer or Chris Rock wrote that joke. I think there was someone writing those jokes for them. That and that person got to be fired for Chris Rock. They're not going well, to probably be. they should be, but they won't because they're going to let Chris Rock take the heat. Right. Um, and then the moment, obviously, between Lady Gaga and Liza Minnelli was very sweet. But did we yes. know about Liza's condition being this bad? I, she came out and we in the room, cause it was a bunch of gay men. We were like, Oh no. I was like, Oh my God, we're going to be talking about lies on the show soon. Aren't we? I am. Ooh, oh no. But it was so sweet. Like that was like one of the highlights of how to like treat someone with respect and dignity, especially while they're aging and their health is failing. Um, I do know that Lady Gaga did ask for Liza to be included in this moment. I thought that was really special and beautiful. Oh. Um, and again, Lady Gaga has no need to be there that night, but she was. And she said, if I'm going to be there, let me make a beautiful moment out of it. Yeah. Um, because again, with the condition Liza was in, that may never, ever happen again. Yeah. Um, so very, very cool. And I said to you earlier, you uh, refuted me, but I think that was the moment when every producer in that room and watching was like, Lady Gaga singing the, the score of Cabaret. Let's do it. Revival. Let's not. Let's not. We don't but do that. But movie. do you want to hear Lady Gaga sing maybe this time? I do. That's what I deserve. Wow. Do you not like Hannah and Ed? Do you not like Fosse? What is your problem, no, 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 child? No, 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 no. Whoa. Hold on a second. 
I love Cabaret. It's in my top five favorite musicals. I saw a production of Cabaret with Alan Cumming and Emma Stone. If so they did do I. A, Oh, you did? Oh, fucking, if oh, they do it, I want to see Emma Stone in it. I want to see her. I don't want to see Gaga. I'm sorry. Sally Bowles is not supposed to be this amazing singer. And it's better when for Cabaret and for the believability of it when she's kind of a little more rough, which Emma Stone delivered that. If Gaga does it, it's going to be gorgeous. It's going to be stunning. I don't want gorgeous and stunning. I want rough. I want like she's a grimy Cabaret singer who's desperate. And like, this is her last big break attempt. That's what I want. So you just said Emma Stone is grimy and a bad singer. That's not what (laughs) I said. I said she was rough. And I said that she's not classically trained. She's not out there. She's not doing what Gaga's doing. She can't do it. And that's okay. Emma Stone won a reality show for singing. She was a partridge. She did. Her name was Emily Stone at that time, but she sure darn did. I'm sorry. I stand by what I said. She's not going to be able to do what Gaga can do. And I just I don't, don't think that listen, I, I, thought, I need it. I thought Emma Stone was the best version of maybe this time I've ever heard in my entire life. I just exactly. know that Gaga can do better. I don't think Gaga, it will sound better, but I don't want to hear, I want to hear that level of like grit We do forget that Lady Gaga did go to school for acting, right? I don't forget that. I'm just saying there it's I'm just saying what I would prefer. I would I don't think I want to see Gaga in that role. And again, I'm fully ready to have my mind changed if because it, it's probably like you said going to happen because they're fucking remaking everything that does not need to be remade right now, a la West Side Story. Like so it's probably going to happen and it's probably going to be Gaga, but like I honestly would rather have seen it, would rather see Emma Stone in it. And I'm just putting that out there now. I like I said, I'll have my mind changed if it's if I watch it. I'm like, oh, bitch, killed it. But like, we'll see. I mean, I, I have not seen full performance, obviously, because uh, I'm not. Sure, I think it's still happening. But I've heard very good things in the West End about Eddie Redmayne as the MC, which is very exciting and and, and a cool idea for the MC. Um, or just get Alan Cumming. I, fucking just, I want Alan Cumming because he's the he is the MC at this point. So uh, let's talk about one of the lowlights. While they did say you can see the expanded list on the website, Bob Saget was not included in the In Memoriam segment. Um, While he may be known for his television work, Saget did win a Student Academy Award in 1978 for his documentary Through Through Adam's Eyes. There was a couple of people that were left out of the In Memoriam as I was seeing the rollout this week of people saying my person was left out my person was left out i will say it was a very uplifting in memoriam it was and i liked it i kind of did, did because too. it was a celebration yeah but. so more of that um but yeah i thought uh bob Saginaw being included just because the timing was a little off um but it is what it is every time we're going to have this discussion and someone's going to be pissed yeah. off and it's just how it is. I think Bob Saget was the biggest name that was left off, but he'll, I be, agree. he'll be in the Emmys and the Golden Globes. Oh, fully. I mean, they'll probably have a full segment in the Emmys. Yeah. Um, are you ready? Should we talk fashion? Always. We are going to reveal the top two to the bottom boots. Which one do you want to do first? Let's start with the bad. All right. 
Uh, so basically, I'm going to give you 10. We're going to go in um, the highest percentage of, uh, I guess, a toot here and then to the worst look. Um, I'm going to pull, I'm trying I'm going to try to pull out the photos to reference them all, uh, as well. I don't have who the designers are. Maybe you know these things. I'm, I, I didn't want to do that research for this one. I don't have them. I'm um, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Um, first off, we have a three-way tie with 50%, 52% boot here. It is between Jamie Lee Curtis, Venus Williams, and Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I mean, Venus, it's that. It was the, like, crinkled paper-looking one, right? Uh, Venus was, no, not really. It was uh, more just white with the, 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 um, very oh! oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Weird boot um, cut. I didn't like it. Um, it was a lot. Then, of, it was a lot of titty, though. It was a lot of titty. I thought Jamie Lee Curtis, for her age, looked great. I know that's. It, we're, I think my listeners are ageist here because we have a couple older people uh, who got some shade here. I thought she looked fine for her age, but Wesley Snipes. Let's be real. That fifty-two percent is, is generous. He was wearing shorts, and then knee-high, thigh-high socks. What the hell was happening? I don't know. It was a journey. You know, no one mentioned that we basically had a two Wong Fu reunion at the Oscars. Patrick Swayze wasn't there. He's a ghost! I I did it. I did it. I did it. I said it. Trash. Cancel her. Could you imagine if if Wesley Snipes, John Leguizano came out to give an award and then they acknowledged uh what's Patrick Swayze as a ghost? Come on, it's funny. I'm dead. It's funny. I'm over it's it. Really Cancel. Cancel her. All right. 54%. Are you ready? Sure. It's another person showing a lot of leg because they're wearing oh, is it Kristen shorts. Stewart? It's Kristen Stewart. That was awful. Uh, and tied at 54% is Will Smith. It was boring. I thought it was fine. It was it was boring. But it, it was at least you, you got some flavor to it. There was at least I some detailing. Boring. I'm so over it. If you're going to do an award show, like I get it. It's the, it's the Oscars. It's not the MTV Music Awards, Kristen Stewart or right. Timothy Chalamet. But like, hey, Timothy Chalamet looks fucking hot. It's not the MTV Awards. Also, Chloe X. Halley, not the MTV Music Awards. But like, it's just so boring. Nobody wants to see a fucking basic ass fucking black suit, even if white shirt, like even if there's like little details, like something, like give me something, even to give me it in fucking velvet for fuck's sake, do something. It just, it's boring. Like I get it. It's classic. It's whatever, but like, fuck, is it boring to look at? Well, if you want to talk about velvet, let's talk about who came in at 57%. Uh, we have, Jesse Buckley, also tied with Tracy Ellis Ross. Oh, Tracy Ellis is weird. I hated that. That Gaga. she's been making really bad looks on the runways. Or yeah, on the Gaga runways. did that those weird cutouts. It was still weird. Uh, this did not work for Tracy Ellis Ross. No. I did not mind Jesse Buckley's dress with that the very very soft pink velvet. It was the hair. The hair Dude, ruined it all. Can you show me the picture real quick? I just want to make sure I'm thinking of the right one. Oh, I actually liked that, but the hair was rough. The hair was no, rough. No, no, no. The the, it was the color. The hair color yeah. was off. Um, but that's Jesse Buckley. It may be for a role. 
because uh, she's been doing some edgier things. Actually, actually, actually. Oh, I forgot. Actually, she, actually, actually. She's playing um, Sally Bowles against uh, Eddie Redmayne's uh, MC in uh, Cabaret. That's who it that's is. Why that's why she looks that for. way. Yep, that's what it is. Figured it out. Uh, oh my God, her voice would be too raspy for it, but I love it. Um, all right, 58%. Again, I'm a little... Um, upset by this one is this timothy chalamet no it's olivia coleman oh that was that was i think the paper the crinkled paper dress yes hate that she is a woman of a certain age what the she hell do you want that to wear si- she wore that same look last year we all want to shit on tiffany haddish for wearing that same white dress Bitch, she wore that same look last year. And I think the year before. She's literally worn some fucking form of that silver, like, crinkled look. Like, that crinkled paper look on so many fucking... She's had multiple colors, because when she won the Oscar, it was the green. But she's a woman of a certain age. She wants to be respectful. She wants... She doesn't show body. They dress like Judy Dench. Judy Dench looked cute. This was not. Period. All right, fine, fine. Uh, 62%. uh, (laughs) Maggie Gyllenhaal. That would that was the T with like the buttons, right? Yeah, terrible. Oh, I hated that. Okay, if it was not on her, I think I would like it. Like if it was on a curvier woman, I would have liked. Yeah, because she's a big stick. Yeah, it just looked like a T. Whereas if it was on, um, I think if Jennifer Hudson wore that, it would have been stunning on her. Um, just someone with curves, someone who's not a stick. I don't know, yeah. Jennifer Hudson's the first name that comes to mind that I'm like, Ooh, that dress would be fucking bomb on her. Yeah. All right, so our, our number one bottom boot, are you ready? Is it Timothy Chalamet? No, it is an Oscar winner from the night. William Eyelash. Oh. <laughs> Billy. Billy Eilish. Um, I get it. I understand the aesthetic. She in in the, is in the same realm for me as Sia, who doesn't want to show her face. Billy doesn't want to show body. I well, you know why that. she doesn't want to show body. Yeah, because because she doesn't want to be um, sexualized by perverts. Sexualized, exactly. I get it. But this, you could wear something a little stronger. This was lots of loofah fabric that was black on top of her body. I didn't like it. Not good. Um, all right, should we go for our top toots? Sure. Um, first, we have a three-way tie um, at 82%. It was Andrew Garfield, Ariana DeBose, and Rachel Zegler. Ariana DeBose looked so fucking stunning she in that. She said, I'm going to wear pants, bitch. She walked on that red carpet. She took one step, and I said, oh, she came to win the award. Yes. You can um, tell who knows they're winning and who doesn't based on what they're wearing on the red carpet. Now, if you notice, she and Tracy Ellis Ross basically have the same titty shape cut. Ariana had straps. Yes. Also, she's younger. And that's all I'm going to say about that. No, I think the straps just helped support so it didn't look like they were falling out. Or sagging. D- don't be ageist. We'll fight. I'll fight. Yep. I didn't like Rachel Zegler's. Um, People liked Rachel Zegler's? They did. Apparently they did. Um, and Andrew Garfield, I think, again, if you're going to do something fun, do Crush Velvet. Red, it was a very deep red. It was beautiful. It was burgundy. I loved it. That's the thing. It doesn't need to be zany and wild. 
It can still classic and be not a fucking black suit, Andrew. It was gorgeous. Yeah. I loved what Andrew wore. Uh, it, at 85%, Lily James. You don't remember. I don't. Let me get you the photo. Hold on, hold on. Where is she? Where is she? Where is she? We're holding. There we go. Um, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. She was pretty in it, but like, I think I it think would the be detailing, safe. It's the detailing of all of the, um, the, the, the lace. I would put her gorgeous. as safe. She could go sit in the interior illusions lounge while I talk to the tops and bottoms. That's fair. That's fair. Um, at 85%. Dame Judy Gench. Stunning. Like, see, this is how you as a like legend, as a older woman is, can dress and still look classy and still look tasteful. There's still some shape to it. It's not just like billows and billows and billows of fabric. And it's also not so, like a same shape silhouette material. Like she, cause again, Olivia Coleman does that crunched like folded paper moment on every single dress she wears. You're coming this, after my girl. This is her. I'm sorry. Me. I'm going to. I'm going to. Period. Judy her. Dench looked fucking great. Um, next, 88%. This one shocked me here because um, I found it so boring. Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens was there? Are you kidding me? She hosted the uh, red carpet show. Oh, I watched on E. Yeah, she hosted I watched Laverne Cox. Um, yeah. So I don't know what Vanessa wore. I'm going to assume because it's she was just interviewing. It's just a black dress. Pass. With cutouts. She's got little cutouts right under the boob. It's very, safe. Very she simple. can sit in the interior illusions lounge. Yeah. Um, we have a tie at 90%. It is Jessica Chastain and Simu Lau. Lee. Uh, woo! Talk about a man who knows that he is on a red carpet and can yeah. do something fun yet still being classy. This shit was so fucking classy. It was so fucking fun. It had great details. It was a fun color. It had a fun like bag strap or something on the inside. I was obsessed with when this When is he coming out? Um, he literally got canceled for writing he doesn't like the gays. Because he's probably homophobic. He's, he's definitely a gay. That look, so gay. I loved it. It was great. It was so great. I was obsessed. But let's talk about Jessica Chastain. Dear God, that was stunning. I loved it. Everyone I was with was like, oh, I don't like that look. And I'm like, really? Did I, I really did like I need it. the ruffle? No. Did she do ruffle in honor of Tammy Faye? Absolutely. Absolutely. But it was the cascade. It was yeah. the cascade that was stunning. And it was and, great. And her hair was beautiful. I wish she had some sort of necklace, but we've discussed that before. I like necklaces. I like to just to break it up I a little bit. I said the same thing. I wish um, there was a necklace. But I think she looked gorge absolutely um and then we have at 94 percent, we have a tie lapita nuango and mila kunis mm. Mm. lapita lapita i loved it from the waist up from the waist down it looked a smidge more on like the party city like i didn't love that but waist up unclockable yeah, I thought Lupita Nyong'o really. She she is a standout uh, again. She stunning. doesn't need to show body to show sex. No. She looked stunning. stunning. And Mila Kunis, um, she said, "You good. know what? Make me a superstar. I deserve it." 
I should have been nominated for four good days. Just make me look good. Remind um, them. Yeah, she she looked really, really pretty. Um, are you ready to find out who came in with 99%? Fucking Timothy fucking Chalamet, probably. And no, it's no, no, wrong. No, 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 no. It's the person who, when they stepped on the red carpet, everyone's like, why is she there? It's Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, fucking stunning. Stunning. Period. Fucking I, when they fucking showed her, I was like, this is gorgeous. Stunning. I didn't know why she was there. And then she showed up and wrapped Bruno. I was like, okay, she wins. Wins the night. Give her anything you want. And I was like, put her on uh, a remake of Lady Marmalade. Megan Thee Stallion wins Wait, everything. 99%? Who is the 1%? 99%. I, well, I'm not going to say who the 1% is because I think it was multiple votes. Because uh, I had a lot of votes for this one. I'm uh, but, angry. Yeah. Megan killed it. Now she's to show up tomorrow night, and what the hell is she gonna wear? Because it's not gonna be as good. You don't know that. Megan shows up. Megan always looks good and shows up. She knows how the fuck to dress. Period. All right. So, do we like this segment? Should we talk about the Grammy looks next week too? We can. Great. We're going to. I like this. This was fun. Um, I know we were gonna save this for uh, someone else who's gonna be in the podcast today, but we're just gonna talk about it. Obviously, there. Other people at the Oscars, but not at the Oscars because they were at other viewing parties like the Vanity Fair viewing party. What is a Julia Fox and why is she a psychopath? I don't know who that is. That's the only one I don't know. So that's the one. She was in Uncut Gems. She dated Uncut Kanye. Gems. For, she dated Kanye for like what two months or so? She's oh, the she's one with Yay's the late, She's the latex dress with the the the, the choking hair. Oh yeah, she, she was and then Alyssa Tom. Edwards with the Alyssa Edwards face. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck she is. Yeah. Well, speaking of, I don't know who she is. Let's talk about topic number two. Not Oscar two twenty twenty two nominee House of Gucci star Lady Gaga shading newly appointed Fox News analyst. Caitlyn Jenner said about John Zane's Foundation Academy Award viewing party. Baristas. And she has switched baristas. I also love that line. After the openly non-transit rights activist asked Gaga why she hasn't seen her at their Malibu Starbucks, the pop star, as kindly as she could allude to the fact that she doesn't want to see that bitch around no more in prime example of it's not me, it's you. Um, I switched baristas. I switched baristas. Is it the new I don't know her? I am living. I want the t-shirt. I want the t-shirt. Put it on a mug. Put it on a t-shirt. Put it on a fucking white girl wall hanging sign. I am ready for it. While it won't make an impact, should Gaga's subtext be telling Caitlyn Jenner that maybe people in fact don't like you? Caitlyn Jenner doesn't care. She's not a trans right activist. Nope, she's not. She said it. Again, like her going on to Fox News proves everything we need to say about yeah. this human. Um, she's trash. She's always been there, trash. There, there are definitely people who will trash her and dead name her, which is not no, okay. We're not doing We're not. But we doing will that. trash her for her stance and why she is not a good representation for the trans community. Exactly. And when you think you can be at the same level as Lady Gaga and and say, um, oh my God, we're pals. I see you at Starbucks. No, Lady Gaga's not going to do that because she's an actual activist for, for the rights of the LGBTQ. Yeah, girl, I switched baristas. I, I think that was so well played. Would you take Lady Gaga's improv class? Because I think I would now. Just- she came up with that on the spot. It was so good. 
It was so good. Eh. I mean, first off, is it a Hollywood thing to even have a barista? I think that she just got stuck in the moment and wanted, didn't know quite how to say I switched Starbucks. So that's why I switched baristas. Because you don't want to see her. Nobody wants to see her raggedy ass. It was so good. It was, And it was just so well done. And I can't wait to see how SNL is going to parody this. Oh, yeah, that's tonight. They're all, they're going to do the slap. Ugh, I hope not. That's so, it's done. Um, but I think that's all I want to say about Caitlyn Jenner. I don't want to talk about her anymore, but let's talk about um, someone who's actually doing things for the trans community. Say hello to Victor Hargreaves with season three of Umbrella Academy soon to be released. It has now been revealed that the character Elliot Page played will be trans and now be known as Victor. For those in the dark about a real trans activist, Elliot Page came out as trans non-binary in December of 2020. And for those who don't know, the Netflix series is based on the Dark Horse comic book series by Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance fame. It follows a family of adopted siblings all born on the same day and each have their own superpower. Are you a fan of the show? And who is your favorite character and why is it Klaus and Klaus only? It's not Klaus. Goodbye. Who is it? Who is better than Klaus? Um, I heard a rumor. I love her. Listen, for those who really don't know, uh, she is on the original cast recording of SpongeBob the Musical. So when you hear Daddy Knows Best and those whales and the best sounding singer in the world, that's her. That's her. And she left SpongeBob to film Umbrella Academy. She's doing fine. Obsessed. I love her. I love Umbrella Academy so much. Yeah, it's such a great show. I also really like number five. I love how chaotic he is. Yeah. Um, I think this is really cool because you can stick to the source material. And I think Elliot Page, knowing that this is acting and this is how things work, Elliot would have stayed with the role and stayed in character and, and kept the character going. He already had said he was going to. But the fact that the show's creators and Gerard Way and everyone is like, you know what? Let's make you feel comfortable. That is such a huge step forward. Yeah. I think it Why is of... this not only an important for trans visibility on screen, but for trans actors in acting? Yeah, I mean, this is one of those moments where like, if you're going to do a trans story, have a trans person. And I, I think that having the character shift to transgender, I think is an amazing direction for the story to take the stories have already jumped ship from the comics so all these fucking cisgender straights that are triggered over the fact that they're that's not in the comics girl half the shit wasn't in the comics calm your fucking self down relax and just either enjoy the show or don't because we're going to still be watching it I mean, the reality is um, this character that we'll call Victor now, um, I mean, well, Vanya was going through a journey anyway. Yeah. Like, this could make sense. This, this could be part sense. of Vanya's journey. Uh, so I think this is going to be really well done. I really am not looking forward to the backlash um, that people are going to comment on it. But yeah. I really love Umbrella Academy. There are moments where I'm like, Umbrella Academy is better than Marvel. Um, it, it really is one of those just beautifully crafted shows. The humor is there when it needs to be, and the heart is there when it has to be. Yeah. It's such a beautiful show, and I can't wait for it to come back. I'm ready. It's it's good. It's coming back soon. 
Yes, I believe May, I think. Good. All right. Celebrity Big Brother loser and notorious employee paid denier Todd Recall has been sued for 60K for back rent on a mansion he claimed he owned. According to the filing, Hall had agreed to pay $30,000 a month for a five-bed, eight-bath house in Sherman Oaks, but failed to cough up the money in February and March. The landlords are also requesting attorney fees, forfeiture of the agreement, damages of $1,000 per day, and all other relief the court deems just and reasonable. Now, Todrick may not be America's sweetheart, but are the landlords being a bit selfish, greedy, and using his fame for a quick buck? No! It's two months. It's not even been a year. To go and sue someone for rent, not even a month after, I but think a is a little who, bit too far. But a per, hold on. But a person who has a history of just screwing people over and not paying them? That's, that's fine. And that's a history to have. Have those documents ready. This is just ridiculous. That's like literally a car, credit card company. You miss one payment and then they cancel your card immediately. But it's not one payment. It's two. Have you ever and missed also, two payments on anything and no. got just canceled for no. it? it, it I've it, never it, missed two payments. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I have. Um, and I still have my accounts because I work but, with them because you work with people. Listen, but listen. I, yeah. He also has, he has already come out and people have come out like former assistants that say he's living above his means. He's trying to like keep up with like RuPaul and all these other celebrities and he's not getting the work. He doesn't make the money. So he went and lived above his means. We don't know if maybe this is like he fell behind and then was catching back up. And then fell. we don't know if there's a history of that. Sure. We just see he has two months behind and now this is being filed. We don't know if maybe during this pandemic or since he's moved in, he's maybe missed three, four, five months at a time before and they've given him leeway. And this time it's like, this is the final straw. We don't have that experience. All we know is he's a history of not paying people. He has been called out by former assistants and former employees saying he lives above his means and that he can't necessarily afford. And he's also frequently, and he has lied about the fact that he fully owned this house. Right. So in 2021, he posted an 11 minute video on YouTube, giving a tour of the house, claiming it was his dream home that he was so fortunate to purchase. Um, Apparently, at one time while he was away, the cast of Big Brother over the summer stayed at his house. Like he, he's even lent the house out. Um, but again, there are a lot of missing pieces on our end from the story. Yes. Um, he's not a good person. Uh, following the backlash from his performance on Big Brother, having been accused of backstabbing his way to the end, Hall canceled all his exit press, claiming his need to protect himself and his mental health. And his tour Is isn't th- selling now. Yeah, is is this all just a ploy? Is he just a performance artist? It's just like I just I think it, I I lived in Sherman Oaks. It's expensive. I get it. It's a nice place. It's also where a lot of celebrities live. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you don't. Ha- it's so perform. Everything about him is just so performative to say like look at how wealthy and, ex- and da 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 that I am when it's like don't live above your means you can build your finances and then get your dream home. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I feel like we are missing a lot of context that I don't want to be like, cause I'm always fully fucked landlords, but like in this situation also, I don't know if like there's a history of him just not paying. It's just a victim. If 60,000 to these landlords of a mansion in Sherman Oaks is, is make or break. That's a different conversation. 
Um, but just get rid of him. Just, just what it, it, it's the thousand dollars a day part that I'm like, we're really grasping at straws here. Rich people play by different rules. I know. And that's why I, I find it really kind of weird. And, but again, Todrick is notorious for what he does. There's no, I don't know how he can ever repair his image. Um, the mass Singer barely did that. Um, it just gave him more fame and more of a spotlight to the negativity. Big Brother did not help him at all because whether he forgot that there are live feeds on all the time, he's got real royally fucked because people refuted everything he said. Mass Singer helped him. Big Brother hurt him. Yeah. Uh, but he loves the show and that's the thing it's like i love the show am i willing to ruin my life over it maybe i'm not a celebrity you're also yeah you're not a celebrity you're not i mean some of these people they get out of big brother house and they just go back to regular work and that's that exactly but that's that's that on todrick i'm sure we will hear more about it soon and i'm sure we're going to get a um tearful uh instagram video at some point yes we're gonna get an instagram live all right Final topic. Some side characters from Keeping Up with the Kardashians are getting some time in the spotlight. As I don't keep up with these mofos, I'll need some help here. Black China claims she gets no child support from baby daddies Rob Kardashian and Tyga. Both dads refute the claim. Black China stated she got had to get rid of her three cars as she has no support as a single mother. Kardashian and China are parents to five-year-old Dream and Tyga and China are parents to nine-year-old King Cairo. Rob Kardashian claimed he pays 37k for his daughter's schools, handles all the medical bills, pays for her extracurricular activities, and has her from Tuesday to Saturday. This made him say, "Why would we? Why would he pay child support?" Tyga claims he pays 40k for his son's school. He lives with him Monday to Saturday. This made him say, "Why would he pay for child support?" With both both dads sharing this info, Tyga then jokingly went back and asked, "Why Rob pays 3k less?" All jokes aside. Should this topic be taken to social media when there are so many legal questions to attach to it? Or is this just more, okay, let's get some um, spotlight and fame. It was black China trying to be relatable, but like to quote Kim Kardashian, or no, to quote some, one of the Kardashian sisters from keeping up with the Kardashians, Kim, there's people that are dying. Yeah. Um, I had to sell three of my cars. That is the part that ruined it. Support. Like, if she just said, yo, I don't get child support, people probably sympathy. would be more on her side and be like, well, still fuck Rob, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But like the fact that she's like, I had to sell three cars. I don't get child support. I don't get any support, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to be silent to how I'm treated. Like, girl, you have the kids literally both of them one day a week. Yeah. And then the other, and then one kid you have for two days with the one kid having for one day. So you don't even have your kids overlap more than one day a week. Why is anyone paying child support? If anything, you should be paying child support since you're not the primary parent. And then I love how Khloe Kardashian uh, uh, immediately like posted a, has posted the past few days videos of Rob Kardashian's child playing with her child as like a subtle way of being like, fuck you, Black China. Like it's one of those moments where it's like, girl, this is not the flex you think it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, was she also trying to paint them as bad dads here? Like what is she Probably. trying to do? She's probably trying to, she's trying to get herself some fame. She's getting herself a moment because her name hasn't been in the news in a while. Who should have played, ba- played Black China? <laughs> Nina Monita Brown! I should have been Black China. I, I, I really, I want to sympathize. Again, this is a situation kind of like Todrick. I want, I want to have sympathy here. I don't know all the facts, but yeah. these are legal matters that, why are we taking to social media for? 
Why did she need to tweet this? She really, really misplayed it. She did not need to tweet it. She did not. This is just making her look problematic. Whereas people forgot who she was. And that's honestly probably better than being problematic these days. Um, I did read that she is filming a limited series for BET. So is this part of the reminding everyone who I am for when you see me again? Probably. I just, I had to sell three. Girls, shut up. People are dying, Kim. I can barely afford to eat right now. I don't have three cards to sell. What does she need three cards for? Her and each kid? No, she doesn't have her kids. Exactly. Um, so that means she also has more cards. So it's not even like, oh, I had to sell all my car, my, my one car because I can't afford blah, blah, blah. It's I had to sell three cars, three of my cars, not all of my cars. Three if you were rich them. and famous, how many cars would you have? One. Why do you need multiple cars? One for going to the beach and one for going to the mountains. Maybe um, I, if I still lived in New York, I'd probably, no, let me rephrase that. I would probably have two then if I lived in New York because I do like a convertible, but you can't drive that in any weather. So maybe have a convertible and then have like a winter car. Maybe. Summer car, a spring car, a fall car. No. A I car just, for when I'm wearing red, a car for when I'm wearing blue, a car to match just my stupid. hair. It's just stupid. I'm not like, a car person, get, so I don't, I don't understand the love for multiple cars. But um, Like I said, I, I would have a, a convertible and like a winter car. And like, that's all I need. My dream car is a convertible Audi TT uh, silver with baseball leather brown interior. Uh, can we start okay. going for that? Can we get no. that? You think people can send? Ugh. I don't think you're going to get the GoFundMe with lots of things to get you a car. Kim, there's people that are dying. Okay. I'll start. I'm going to be, I possibly maybe starting GoFundMe later on. But we'll talk about that later on if I, uh, you know, get them press passes for Drecon. Uh, that's coming up later. For now, what are you looking forward to next week? The Grammys. Grammys. Um, you you're predicting um, Olivia Rodrigo to sweepy. I think it's going to be a Olivia Rodrigo sweep. I I just think she's got she's such a presence like Billie Eilish was that I think we'd well, be remiss to not see that. But I could absolutely see someone upsetting her because everyone's eyes are on her. Will all the Ariana stands be pissed off if Olivia Rodrigo sweeps? No, I think they're all the same. Are they? I think so. Um, She's that same genre. I think, though, I think Olivia Rodrigo is the next Supreme because it was Mariah, then Ariana, and I think it's Olivia now. Voice that good, though? It's so easily. I literally have tickets to go see her live, so I cannot comment yet on if I fully commit to that statement until I see her live because I would have thought Taylor Swift until heard her live and she can't sing live. Of course. I, that's why I said, if you ever want the best written song by the worst singers ever, get a duet of Taylor Swift and Bob Dylan. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm excited for the Grammys. Who are you expecting to look amazing? Who's going to look- Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> yeah. Okay, besides Megan, who's going to slay? What is Gaga going to wear? Is she going to go back to pop star Gaga and give us a moment? I, she might actually, because like, give me a meat dress, yeah. go back into an egg. I want something crazy out of Gaga. Beyonce's gonna look good. She always looks good. I'm Megan. So I'm so pissed she wasn't at the fucking awards performing. Um, 
I think they wanted that whole big production and comp. It looked though. I think beautiful. That was some, it looked great. I think that's what she wanted, and I'm okay with it. She then was, why didn't they let Van there. Morrison? Why didn't they let Van Morrison perform somewhere else? Because he's not Beyonce. She's one of the biggest names. I, listen, she's one of the biggest names in music right now. Um, it was a good, it was a good uh, concert show. We had some good, good names there performing. Yeah. I predict Billie Eilish will show up in something I don't like. Again. I don't know. Like, it's so hard predicting, like, who's going to look pretty and who's not. Because, like, people that always look good are going to always look good. The people that always look bad are always going to look bad. But then randomly, they'll just decide to mix it up and look like shit or look amazing. Like, it's really hard. It's whoever the designer they go with. And since I don't know who the designers they're going with. Because, like, if everyone shows up in... Ooh, I'm about to be real shady. If everyone shows up in Dolce & Gabbana then they're going to look like shit, everyone, period. Because Dolce is not a great designer. If everyone shows up in Siriano, I have yet to see a Siriano I don't love. Um, now, oh my God. Wait a minute. How is Zendaya not on your best dress list? I'm literally having a panic attack because of that right now. I People are, ooh. I'm a Her fight. results were, let me give you the number. She was 74% too. I'm the fight. She was just there. Um, there. Now, to, to finish this off, one last question about the Grammy predictions. Will Trevor Noah make a Will Smith, Chris Rock joke? Yes. Yeah. Will it be good or will it be cringe? Yes. Yeah. All right. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you got to plug? On Instagram, I am at Mikey Nichols Pate. And I think that's it for this week. All right. Well, thanks for being here. Till next time. See you then. The biggest thanks to Mikey for coming on. Subscribe on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at demonlynow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. <laughs>